CM Squatch. It's in our name. It's in the name. We are the game. CM Squatch. Welcome to our little podcast here, our sports uh, entrepreneur. No, that's not right. No, not right yeah. at all. And not at all. Words. Um. Come on, Kamala. Hold. Oh. Ouch. Just say a bunch of shit at school. No, hold on, hold on. I, 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 I clearly don't have anything, so I'm just gonna keep stalling, and stalling and stalling until I come up with the right thing. The problem is, is that this up here, it don't work that well. I get that. So, you know, the extra chromosome hey, and everything. Here we are. Hey, yeah. Four years down the fucking road, and we're still here. Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Buddy, how are you doing? Just flipping wonderful. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. Living the dream. Who's? I don't know, but they can have some bitch back. I was going to say, who's, who's ready, fucking dream? Ready to trade. I've noticed that at work that uh, I take it back, but I didn't get a receipt, so <laughs> screwed there. I'm just like, fuck this shit. Well, we had a uh, week two. There we go. Oh, feel a little better now. You week shouldn't. two. Yeah, no. Don't look any better. That's for sure. Week two of football. Had some fights. Yeah. Uh, looks, so let's start this off like we normally do. You got anything breaking? Okay. Um, of course, the Raiders. Well, it wasn't the Raiders. Uh, the county sheriffs. In Las Vegas, we're looking for the fan that slapped Kyler Murray in the face after the game. And I saw the video, and I rewatched it several times because it was confusing. Because mm-hmm. the dude was wearing a Cardinals jersey. And he slapped Kyler yeah. Murray? After I don't they think won? it was. I don't, yeah, I don't think it was a I want to knock you out slap. I think it was a at a boy slap. Just across the face. Yeah, it just I came across the I, face. I mean, I've gotten those on the ass before, but I don't think I've ever gotten it across the face. Not it, unless, not unless my dad actually meant at a boy. I don't. It wasn't like that. <laughs> it wasn't like that. So, so the whole thing from the get-go confused me. Yeah. And Kyler came out and said, "Hey, no hard feelings," because I think it really was a Cardinals fan that <laughs> actually him hit across him. the face. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Kenny Galladay I'm got benched. Real quick. Hold on. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. See? There it is. The button. The button. button. I always forget the button. Four years. <laughs> four, four years I've been preaching about that button. It's not true. I never forget the button. <laughs> Only here. Only here. There's a reason for that. I don't want you getting too damn excited. So Galladay finally gets benched, and he does the baby fit oh i should be playing you should be catching the fucking ball and you're not doing that so fuck out of here yeah yeah no Pay you 20 million bucks a year to catch a ball uh, you're not doing it and kick bricks on the bench dude yeah uh rams lose tight end for three games for substance abuse uh there was another four game suspension for substance abuse and the fighting uh mike evans marshawn Lattimore. uh-huh both got to fight. Evans got suspended for a game. He appealed, denied. He's out versus the pack. And the other breaking news is actually basketball, and is the latest breaking news today. The owner is now searching for ways to sell the team. 
<laughs> when are these old white dudes gonna learn? When Chris Paul walks in your building, he don't give a shit who you are. Nah. That's Donald Sterling. That's right. <laughs> That's whenever all this shit with Sterling came uh -huh. out. Was whenever the the Clippers traded for Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. Clippers, uh, they lost their owner. <laughs> you know, the coach, everybody else that had gone through there was afraid to stand up to him. Yeah. Chris Paul wasn't. <laughs> so then he goes to Phil or to Phoenix, and uh, lo and behold, hey, there's shitty workplace up front. Uh huh. Chris Paul fixes it. <laughs> if you got a shitty workplace up front, dude, trade for Chris Paul. He'll clean that shit up. The one man in the NBA that does not give two squirts. Fuck it. He ain't Why trying not? to be a billionaire. He's just trying to play some ball. He'll tell him to shut up, kick bricks. Fuck it. It's kind of cute and funny whenever you stop and look at it. I mean, after, yeah, after you look at it. All of know. these high-powered, high-dollar players... Only one dude said something. Only one dude got shit rolling. That's asinine. That's asinine. It shouldn't take just the one. Well. Yeah. Because no shit happens at every workplace. Oh, There's no absolutely. way around it. Absolutely. You're and not. some of it's not intentional. Some of it is intentional. Yeah. And, and no matter. if it's intentional and Chris Paul's in the building, you're losing your job, dude. <laughs> You're losing your job. <laughs> better not be intentional. No, no, better not. Fucking <laughs> But it's going to work out for Sarver, the, the, the owner. He's ended up making $4 billion all, all, out of it. That's all right. He probably bought the team for, we'd have to go back and search and look, but probably like four or $500 million. Probably. Yeah, heart-wrenching for him. Hell of a return on investment. They should make these owners, if they take the teams away from them, uh -huh. only recoup what, what they, they put, put in. in. Put the rest back to the community, to the taxpayers that they've been robbing for decades. To fucking help build yours. Your stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Put that shit right back to the taxpayers. Give them a break. There you go. Thanks for playing. Right. And then a lot of this shit would clean itself up without investigations, without Chris Paul getting involved. Chris Paul, the next closer. And then the, the only other breaking news was last night out of the UFC Contender Series on Tuesday night. The 17-year-old? 17-year-old. Man, I was a little pissed off. All right, hold on. Bunch of weird noises. There we go. Loud that's, noises. That's, that's a lot better. I kept bumping it with my shoulder. Yeah. I said, fuck, it keeps... My fat ass, it keeps pushing it away. That's why I instantaneously moved mine like yep. that. Fucking A. Well, like I said, I really didn't get a, a proper test of the new yeah. setup. So, But, no, what else? Rojas Jr., the 17-year-old. Yeah, oh, there yeah. You go. No, man, I was kind of pissed off I didn't get to see it live, but I did watch the highlight of that fight. Wow. <laughs> um, kid had no adrenaline dump. He came out. And it, if you go to the ground with him, you're in deep shit. Mm -hmm. Deep shit. Mm -hmm. Even if you're trying to submit him, don't. Yeah. It's not going to work out. Every time. Because Gutierrez was a ground ground guy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Every time he, he got Rojas back, yeah, he ended up on his back. 
Rojas said flip it, be right back on top. Damn. And then open up the third. They start out on the feet, just throwing. And Rojas Jr. is actually landing the harder strikes. <laughs> it's a 17-year-old kid beating the shit out of man. Literally. Literally. Because Gutierrez was like fucking... I mean, the records were similar. Good, uh, Rojas Jr. was 5-0, and undefeated. And Gutierrez was 6-1, and so he wasn't that much more experienced. And the UFC had to get a waiver, had to get for an exception just for him to fight. The commission had to go back and watch all of his fights to make sure that, yeah, let's make sure that this kid can actually hang. Yeah, the kid could hang. He hung for 15 minutes and just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Fucking 17. Yep. It's a bunch of bullshit. Hey, it's time Fuck. to get a job. Start pulling your own weight, Fucking baby. Fucking A. He got one. It's ridiculous. It was pretty cool. Yeah. No, when I, when, like I said, when I got the news of it, and I was like, oh, man, that's, that fucking sucks that I missed the, watching it live, but I got, I got to rewatch this. Kid looked good. He looked really Kid good. Kid looked really fucking Now, he good. looks funky. I don't know if there's three or four extra chromosomes or what's going on there, but he's good. I was, I watched all 15 minutes of it live, and I was impressed the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. All right. It's the news. That's the news. Some good news. Some good news. Let's 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 talk about some foosball. Let's do it. Cause uh, Roll it. starting to get a little bit scourged right at the moment. Why? Well, two seasons in a row. Start of the season. I'm top dog. Nobody yeah. fucks with me. Yeah. And now we got the fucking participating trophy from last year said fuck you hold my beer and I'm starting to get pissed because week two the week of the comeback the fourth quarter comeback at it that was. yeah this is bullshit yeah there's a lot of stupid shit going on <laughs> but right. you know I'm right I'm sitting right where I'm normally sitting yeah at the first couple weeks yeah, yeah. and then like halfway through the season me telling you me and Belichick dude don't tight. give a shit about fucking September September don't matter Get your shit right. Use it to get your shit right. All right. So, fucking, this week, we started off Thursday with Chargers going to Kansas City, playing at Arrowhead. And we were recording when the game kicked off. Yep. Ended yep. up being exactly what we said it was oh, going to yeah. be. Absolutely. I told everybody. It was like, oh, Chiefs are still. Fuck out of here. These are just going to be tight, hard fought games. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing is like, everybody was so confused when after the, having the blowout against Arizona and then coming up against the Chargers, and it looked sketchy for a minute, but only walk away with three points. And I yeah. told everybody, I was like, I told you, calm the fuck down. Yeah. You should have beat Arizona like that. You ain't going to beat. Anybody else in the West like that? No, it's, you're going to be hard-pressed. Anybody in the West is going to be hard-pressed to win by double digits. Yeah. Unless they're playing what apparently the Broncos, who are not playing as good as they should be. No, and it's a little upsetting. We, we'll hit that whenever we get to that game. 
But anyways, Kansas City won 27-24. Yeah. I mean, we called it during kickoff, so. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Tight, close game. Yeah. They're, they're going to be. Rolling into Sunday, we start out with New Jersey, the Jets, going to Cleveland. And 31-30, okay. Well, Jets and, for the win. And yesterday, it's either yesterday or this morning, Nick Chubb comes out. Oh, it's my fault, you know. I shouldn't have scored with under two minutes to go. How? Um, no, dude. You should have. You you had a you had a seventeen point lead. Mm-hmm. You should have scored. There was no reason not to. They had zero timeouts. Yep. And that puts you up sixteen. Yeah. Why would you not score? It's not your fault. How, what the hell's your defense doing? To let up fucking 18 fucking points. They have zero timeouts with a minute 55 to go down three scores. No, that's defense and special teams. You had, they, <laughs> no, no get out of here. nothing on the offense. Get out of here. You had nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah, they didn't cover defense, let Corey Davis go. A 66-yard bomb mm-hmm. from Joe... In his prime, cool, cool Flacco. Fuck off the Flacco. Yeah, 66-yard bomb. <sighs> Nobody covered him. Doom, gone. Gone. How? And, and it, then like... they attempt an onside kick and get it. Yeah. Neither of those are Chubb's fault. No. And then with 22 seconds to go, Garrett Wilson, first-round rookie from Ohio State, 15-yard pass. Yep. Boom. Game. Yeah, that was defense and special teams. Back whenever, and we talked about it before, with Phillip Rivers and LaDainian Tomlinson and uh-huh. Antonio Gates and everybody on the Chargers. Yeah. When they had that team rolling, they had the number one offense by far in all of football. Didn't make the playoffs. Nope. And it was all defense and special teams. Kept giving up big plays at the wrong time. Yep. And it cost them. And the same shit, if, it, if it, the Browns don't fix that, the same shit's going to happen to them. Yeah, because yet again, we're looking at another roster on I paper. Mean, the offense didn't even get a chance to touch the ball again to no. ice the game because special teams sticked it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's that game. Uh, next game we had... <clears throat> Slurs went to Detroit. 27-36. Lions for the win. Now, we... we Carson ha- Wentz keeps making comebacks, but unfortunately for him, <laughs> it's after he's already turned the ball over three times. Yep. And he's down by 22. Yeah. And the game's already out of hand <laughs> for the frenetic comeback. And Detroit is just too tough of a team to try to score 36 points on from yeah. behind. Oh, yeah. There's no way. Uh, I was watching uh, on Twitter yesterday, NFL Next Gen Sats. Uh-huh. Um, Keontae Turpin, Cowboys kick returner. Yeah. He came in at number 10. They were doing top 10 fastest guys okay. of the week. Turpin was 10. Number one and number two were both Amon Ross St. Brown <laughs> on two different plays. <laughs> Yeah. 
the, uh, he's I. Detroit can <laughs> score when they want to score. Oh, absolutely. If you give them a little bit, you give them a crease, they can go score. Yeah. And I wasn't sure about Aiden Hutchinson when they took him. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure. I kind of like the other guy on the other side of the Michigan line a little better. Yeah, the kid's producing. He's playing three sacks. Yeah. He's doing yeah, he's looking good. <laughs> yeah, so, and they're just going to keep getting tougher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to keep getting tougher. Well, and that was and the they're thing. deep at receiver. They're deep at halfback. A couple of playmakers on defense. Their offensive line is actually one of the best in football now. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be a tough out. Well, and that's the thing, too, is, like, we saw this growing. Well, shit, we just saw the adversity that these guys had fucking taken on last season. And then halfway through the fucking season, finally started, like... And then then you saw him during week one just get blown out the building in the first half by Philly. That's not good. No. But that second half, you saw them getting back, get, regaining their confidence. Hey, oh, yeah. we can play with anybody. Fuck yeah. And, the th and they made that a tight game. Yeah. It was only... Well, shit. Hold on. Maybe. Piece of shit. I don't like Motorola. It ended up being a three-point three, game. Yeah, fucking but if you go one. back and check the box score, it was not a three-point game. No. No, no, no. Okay. Philly was up 21-7. to Mm-hmm. And then they went back up 31-14. And they won 38-35. Detroit can hang and play. And now after seeing Philly for two weeks, we know they can play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't sleep on Detroit, kids. No, 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 no. One time that Josh isn't going to be rooting for the home team, and he should be. <laughs> he might be changing his tune. Give him a week. New baby and shit. In-laws <laughs> coming down, haven't had time to. Actually, yeah. fucking, yeah. Yeah. All right, next game we got here, Tampa Bay went to Nolens. 20-10, Bucks for the win. And the Bucks are so depleted offensively. Uh-huh. On the offensive line at receiver, just kind of everywhere. And people are sleeping on them, and they should not. That defense is even better this year than it was last year. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to start getting these receivers back, folks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, Brady's going to get some fire pack power back, and yesterday they went out and signed Cole Beasley. No shit. Yep. Put him on the practice Fuck squad this man. week. He should start on Sunday. Or whenever they play. Brady and Beasley. Holy shit. Yep. That's a hell of a combo. And then whenever they get Godwin and Julio Jones back. Yep. With Mike Evans. When they get him back now because he's gone for a week. Fuck this shit. They're going to be stacked on offense again. And the defense is is lit bad. I mean, they held. They made Jameis look stupid. Yes, yes, they did, which was devastating to me because I was hoping that this this game was going to be at least a close game. No, no, there's nothing close about it. No, they made Jamison look dumb, and it was a shame. And Jamison isn't a bad quarterback. No. Look at and, what he did week one. Well, and that's that's the thing that's killing me is because everybody's still holding on to two, year, two years ago, Jamison. Yeah. They're not looking at the fact of what he actually accomplished last year. Now, on face value, of course, it doesn't look that great, but... The dude didn't have 30 fucking interceptions last year. No, and he didn't have Michael Thomas all of last year. No. Jarvis Landry was in Cleveland. Yep. And Chris Olave, or Olave, 
was yeah. still in college at Ohio State. Yeah. Well, they're all lined up with him now. Yeah. And so he's got a killer fucking receiving core. I My, mean. Yeah. They'll be fine. The people that keep sleeping on Jameis just piss me off. Not <sighs> me. And Alvin Kamara was gone last week, too. Yeah. So. So, I mean, come on. Fuck out of here. They'll be fine. <sighs> Fuck out of here. But Tampa Bay is going to be the team that comes out of the NFC. I don't see anybody beating them. I think it's Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. So you got Tampa coming out of the NFC. Who the fuck you got coming out of the AFC? We'll get there. Okay. All right, next game we got here. Let's just move on. We got Carolina going to New Jersey to play the Giants. 16-19. Giants for the win. And as the reminder, we had... Oh, no, you took Carolina. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to start picking the Giants <laughs> until I saw them <laughs> play a team. I mean, they still haven't played a team yet, but <laughs> good on them for the win. Well, Carolina, their main problems are coming at the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Really, really inconsistent. And so the receivers, every, nobody's really on the same page offensively. No. And it all starts up front with them. But defensively, they played really good. They held Danny Dimes to 176 yards passing, kept Saquon under 75 yards rushing on 21 carries. Yeah. Their defense is playing really good. They just, that offensive line has to get in sync. Because the receivers and Baker can't get on page in a game if the timing's always screwed up because the offensive line's dicking everything around. Yeah. Well, we'll give them time and let them try to figure the fuck out. No, well, technically you can't. No. No. We... Even with the 17-week schedule that we started last year, mm-hmm. any team that went 0-2 did not make the playoffs. No. No. Shit. Not even last year with the extra game. Yeah. Fucking hell. So I, I know it's a small sample size, but it's so far still. we're still going back to the Giants, starting 0-2 and winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, New England. Went to Pittsburgh. 17-14. Patriots for the win. No TJ Watt. It's bound to happen. Yeah. Offensively, they're going to get... New England's going to get more in sync. They're going to get better and better. They got a little bit better against the Steelers on the road in a hostile environment. They'll work out their O-line kinks. They'll get the receivers set. (coughs) Oh, excuse me. They started running the ball a little bit better. That was a big help. Yeah. Uh, Nelson Aguilar actually caught a pass instead of dropping them all. And, yeah. Um, Holy shit. He had six for six. Yeah, but only one of them really mattered. Fair. It was a big the one. The 44. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, he, he wouldn't have. <laughs> he would have been about eight yards to catch. <laughs> uh, defensively going to be tough going for Pittsburgh with TJ gone. Yeah. If TJ would have been in that game, they probably would have won. I honestly... Because Minka yeah. Fitzpatrick played an excellent game. Uh-huh. Go figure. <laughs> and I know all the Steelers fans are bitching at Trubisky. It's not Trubisky. He is playing fine. Their offensive line could be the absolute worst in football still. And he'd still be playing good. 
See, no, I mean literally oh, right, right now, now their yeah. offensive line could absolutely be the worst in all of the NFL. But see, that's the thing that kills me. And like, Trubisky dealt with that and fucking. Uh, Chicago too. Yeah, their offensive line in Chicago when he was there was not that good. It was fucking trash, and yet the kid still fucking plays. Yeah, really good. And I mean, their line's so bad. Najee Harris does doesn't even have hundred yard rushing in two games. <laughs> you can't even give him the ball twenty times a game because he'll die. Yeah, because their offensive line is so horrible. They if they could, I don't know, make that offensive line just. A fraction better. Yeah. They could win a couple games. If they don't, they're going to lose a lot. Yep. Next game we got here. Indianapolis went to Jacksonville. Well, the bus showed up in Jacksonville. I don't know if the rest of the Colts actually showed up, but 0-24. to This is Jags for blowing the my mind. And it's not Jacksonville. It's the Colts. Um, they lost their defensive coordinator, Matt Eberplus. Oh, yeah. He's now the head coach in Chicago. Mm. And uh, their team is just reeling. They should be better, and they're just not. They're not on the same page. They're not playing good. Jonathan Taylor can't run the ball. Uh, it's really weird and shocking. Absolutely, because even after last week with the tie with Houston... It's still, like... But you, then you, you start thinking, okay, they got a week of game-time experience together on the field now. They can start making steps in the right direction. Right? It's, no, I think they took five steps backwards in the wrong direction. No, like I said, the bus showed up. I don't think the team was ever fucking there. Trevor Lawrence, 25 of 30. Bang. Five incomplete passes all day. Yeah. Hey. There you go. I mean, no, nobody ever doubted the kid, right? No, not no. not here. I, no. I, not anywhere, actually. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah. fuck, man, fuck. You got a few players. They've got a stable system now, and uh, they're starting to turn things around. Speaking of turning shit around, Miami went to Baltimore. 42 to 38. Fucking fins for the win. This fucking with game. Don't another even get me started. Fourth quarter fucking comeback. Like, ridiculous comeback. Beyond ridiculous. You were down 35 to 14 to start the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. How the hell do you lose that game? <laughs> Lamar Jackson was 21 of 29. <laughs> 300 yards passing, three touchdowns, no picks. Two of through two picks. Lamar Jackson, nine carries, 119 yards, and a touchdown. How the fuck you lose that game? How do you do that in the fourth quarter? Do that. I don't know. Lamar fumbled the ball once. They didn't lose it. They got it back. Yeah. So there's no turnovers. I don't know, dude. Like, because this was one of the ones on the ticker. Uh, I'm fucking... I'm like, there's no way. There's just no way. They had 200-yard receivers, Bateman and Andrews. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Wow. I yeah, mean, defensively, it, you should... You know. Don't let Tyree Hill up top. Yeah, everybody knows that. Everybody's known that for the last five years. Um, uh, well, somebody didn't give them the fucking memo. 
I just Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, 32 total targets. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, 32. Two threw the ball 50 times. 65% of them went to those two dudes. And still couldn't stop them. 22 catches. So there's 10 incomplete passes right there. Yeah. 361 yards and four touchdowns. How do you how do you not know? It's fucking ridiculous. Miami's defense all day long with probably the two best quarter cornerback tandem in football. Yeah. Two passes defense. Two 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 passes knockdown. Yeah. That's it. Out of thirty eight attempts from Lamar Jackson. That's it. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe they were so far ahead that they were like, you know what? We'll just check out. And it, it's not like they started any of the second yeah, but stringers. After, after they still had all their starters in the fucking quarter. But, and I would get that, except when you go to set the fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay. You started out. It's 35-14. Mm-hmm. Miami drives down. Gets a quick score. 35-21 now. Come back. You do squat. Miami gets the ball back. 48-yard pass over two was completely uncovered. Yeah. Shouldn't that be a, hey, it's 35-28. We got to get back up in this shit. Right? Don't let off right there. Tyreek Hill. Two minutes later, 60 yards. Even more uncovered. Yeah. Tied. All right, you go down, take three minutes off the clock, get a field goal, feel good about yourself. Jalen Waddle un- uncovered in the fucking end zone. Seriously. <laughs> and Waddle's first score, which w- was a, a tying score. Nope, not that one. He had a, he had one in between mm-hmm. to set one of these up. It was to set up his touchdown, his last touchdown. He was left wide open in the middle of his zone. Like, how do you not pick that dude up? He's standing right in front of you. Well, they just, he just, just caught the ball and ran. Man. It was like 48 yards to set that that last touchdown up. And it was piss-poor defense. But the thing is, is that that defense held them the fucking 14 points. <laughs> that's my... what For three quarters. That's my point. What the... Yeah. How? How the fuck just all of a sudden... Yeah. Like, it is literally like a fucking switch had flipped. Hey, just remember... Joke's don't so ever, bad. don't ever play the Herm Edwards prevent defense. <laughs> All that's gonna do is prevent you from winning the game. Yep. Case in fucking point. Oh man. Okay. Uh, Atlanta went to L.A. Twenty-seven thirty-one Rams for the win. Twenty-seven to thirty-one. I just want to make sure that everybody that's listening to this show heard me. Well, but you got to look at where they came from, because. In the third quarter, it was 28 to 3. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody should have known Atlanta wasn't going to win that game since the score was 28 to 3. Yeah. <laughs> but they tried really hard. <laughs> that fucking 28 to 3. <laughs> that number. That fucking number. Yep. Every time. It's been, what, five years, six years? Eh, not that long. Probably four. I don't know. I just know it's funny that they can't get over it. But yeah, uh, fourth quarter for the 
Rams was not good. No. They, they, they got a field goal to extend it from 28 to 10 to 31 to 10. And then, yeah, Mariota. Funny and people man. need to keep an eye on Drake London, their first round draft pick at a USC. Mm -hmm. He dropped in the draft because he's coming off of an ankle injury in college. Yeah. And so he slid to him and they scooped him up and uh, the kid's producing early. Well, yeah, they needed a producer. Well, they have to have somebody score touchdowns because number four the year before <laughs> still can't do that shit. You beat me to it. You beat me to it. Bullshit. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, Stafford keeping his pick streak going. Yeah. So, of course, so is Mariota. Well, and that, I mean. Yeah. And Cooper's Cooper. They held on. Not pretty, but they got a win. Much needed win. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, because if they would have walked away from losing to Atlanta like that. Well, that would have been bad. It would have been hilarious. I mean, it I would have giggled. I've got a couple Rams friend, uh, fans at work. That would have been fun. <laughs> that would have been fun. It would have been pretty awesome. 28-3. <laughs> hey, Atlanta, Atlanta Jude. <laughs> they broke the curse. Oh, but, no, the curse nah, holds. It holds. <laughs> Seattle went to San Francisco, seven twenty-seven. Um, 49ers well, for the win. I mean, we all we all had that. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco's defense is really good. Yeah. Hey, their offense is really good now too. Weird. Well, Trey Lance went down early, broke his ankle pretty bad. Uh huh. So he's gone for the year. So Jimmy G steps in. Yeah, that's an ass whooping. Seventy percent. Seventy percent. I, yeah. I, I just got to keep telling everybody. Yeah. Gee, who didn't see that coming? Right. I mean, I didn't see the, the injury to Trey coming. I, I still wish they would have. But I, I thought, I honestly thought that by week six, maybe week seven at the latest, mm -hmm. Jimmy G would be back under center. Oh, He dude. just beat my timeline. Yeah. And it didn't take a doctor. <laughs> it didn't take a doctor to do it this time. Well, it kind of did. It kind of did. Fair enough. Okay, it wasn't caused by a doctor this time. True. Poor fucking Tyrod. And <laughs> he's Ty suing Rod. the he's suing the Chargers doctor now. Finally. Fucking should. Fucking should. All right. Next yeah. game we got here. We had Houston go to Denver, nine to sixteen. <laughs> well, the Broncos were losing going into the fourth quarter. They were down nine to six. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. Russell, under 50% completion. That's rare. 14 to 31, 219, a touchdown and pick. The run of the ball decent. They're just, the coaching staff, the players, they're just not on the same page. Unless they fix that ASAP, it's, they are going down bad, hard. And it really sucks, too, because right now, that pony's the weakest pony at the show in the West. Yeah, it is. And it's not so, even close. No, not even fucking close. Because at this point in time, I mean, even with, <clears throat> even what with what with what happened in the next game that we got, the West, the AFC West, on paper should be the toughest fucking division. Out it's there. not even on paper through the two weeks that it has been. Yeah, until we get to 
Until <laughs> we get to Denver on this. This is... They're just not playing good. No. Game management, clock management. Just all um, around. Offensive scheme, the way they're moving players, the way they're calling plays. It's, it's all yeah. pretty bad. Hopefully they'll pull their heads out of their ass within the next couple weeks, but we'll see. Speaking of the West. Here we go. Arizona went to Vegas. 29-23 in overtime. Cardinals (laughs) for the win. Well, it was really bad because to end the third third quarter, Raiders are up 23-7. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. By the time that Derek Carr finally touched the ball next, he had been on the bench for 30 minutes. For over 30 minutes, he hadn't been on the field. So that's a lot of uh, mistakes defensively, a lot of mistakes special teams. Yeah. It's a lot of mistakes that Carr wasn't involved in. No. And then Kyler just kept his cool. Uh, The one thing that I did see out of Kyler in the fourth quarter, because eventually they kicked all the games over, Mm -hmm. I I understand keeping your cool, but at times – he really looked to be extremely lack, lackadaisical. Yeah. Not having any, uh, hey, let's hurry up and fucking go. Let's get this shit going. He was like, yeah, kind of nonchalant, moving around. And I didn't really like that, especially when they're trying to go for the two-point conversion. They couldn't even get the fucking play in. Oh, there's a five-yard penalty for delay yeah. a game. And he, he didn't seem to care. Which it worked out. He still got the two point. Yeah, but but made it harder. In a situation like that, you definitely want to see the high energy of let's fucking go. Yeah, and I didn't see any of that out of him. And then of course we get to overtime. Car and the Raiders come back out. The Las Vegas offensive line is bad. I car got blew the fuck up. Yeah, it was it was just bad. Fumble, return, gone. Game. It's upsetting. Carr was twenty five of thirty nine, two fifty two and two. Yeah, played a good game. Yeah, no, his numbers look great. Just and just imagine if he would have been on the field for part of those thirty minutes. Yo, he was sitting yeah, on the bench. It'd have been a different story. Those numbers would have been more. We would have never seen overtime. Nope. No. So for for defense that needs to strategize strategize, and be prepared for L.A. and for fucking Kansas City. That's it's, not a good look. It's not a good start. That's for damn sure. You know your offense can produce and hang, yeah. but you got to have, have, have help from special teams and defense. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, two more. Yeah, two more games for Sunday. Yep. I missed one earlier because I was going off my phone, not the chart. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati went to Dallas. 17-20. Fucking boys for the win. Yeah, I mean, first half is going the way it should be. Yep. The defense, uh, and I keep trying to tell people, Dallas defense is really fucking good. Yeah. Ask Joe Burrow. Uh Uh-huh. And then second half, um, it was just complete opposite. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it came down to play calling. It wasn't really execution. It was more play calling. And then the first half of the game, 
your defense was never on the field. Cincinnati's defense lived on the field in the first half. Your defense barely touched it. Yeah. Because every time they touched it, it was a dominant three and out, three and out, three and out. Mm-hmm. And second half was completely different. Billy, or since he made a couple adjustments, took a drive down, had a 19-play drive. Yeah. 19-play drive. Ten minutes. I don't care how much ro- rotate your players. Mm-hmm. They're going to be tired. Fuck yeah. And the offense comes out, three and out. And it wasn't penalties doing it. Yeah. It wasn't penalties. Mm-hmm. It was poor execution combined with poor play calling. And it allowed Cincy right back in the game. But the offense did step up on the drive they had to have. Yeah. And finally produced and, and got the win. I picked Cincy. Yeah, nobody picked Dallas here. Yeah. We all picked Cincy. Yeah. It's that little faith we had in Dallas offense. But now Gallup is actually back and participating in all team practices. Yeah. Not sure if he'll play or how much he'll play. But he, he is on schedule to be back by week four, for sure. Well, that's good. A damn good thing because Dalton Schultz went down. Yeah. MCL sprain. Not sure how bad it is, if he's going to play or what. So that's not good. No, he's going to need at least a week and a half. And my, the shitty part about that is if you're depending on Dalton Schultz as that's, your go-to guy. That's pretty bad. You're in deep shit. <laughs> that's pretty fucking bad. He's a great bridge, Yeah, he dude. excelled last year Yeah, when he was lined up as the fifth option. Yeah. No, he was fucking great when everybody else was coming. When he got a double, <laughs> when he got Coop, Gallup, and Lamb, bare minimum, one or two of those have to be doubled. You'd like to double yeah. all three of them. Fucking Coop's definitely doubled. You know that for fucking sure. And then everybody's fighting. Well, do we want Lamb doubled or do we want fucking... Yeah. Gallup. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just flip put a coin some dudes this, that, yeah. Flip a coin this So, yeah, drive. of course Dalton Schultz got eight touchdowns last Fuck year. Yeah. He's the only fucker open on the he field. He's wide fucking open. Nobody even knew he was still on the team. Exactly. <laughs> now, when he's your one, he's your Now, one. dude's 27 years old, and he's he's got the Jason Witten, 37-year-old, four-yard curl down. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and all the expert analysts are like, oh, this kid's good. I'm like, yeah, for four yards? Yeah. Quit. Quit it. <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> Rush didn't look that bad. No, he, he was... Uh, now, he played well, but a lot of his passes were doing the DAC. They're selling on you. Mm-hmm. Now, he had some that were on the money. But a couple of them, I'm like, oh, you better reel that in, Big Daddy. All right. It's a good thing that you and Noah Brown practiced together a lot because mm-hmm. if that would have been C.D. Lamb, those were incomplete passes. Cause they are too high because he's not used to you. He's yeah. He doesn't jump up and catch Dax high passes. Well, fuck no. He definitely just, ain't catching yours, dude. fucking lob down in here. That's it. That's all yeah. you need to do. But uh, that's why Noah Brown had such a big game. Yeah. Well, he's on the second team with Cooper Rush as his quarterback. He's used to that those shit balls. Yeah. He's used to going up and getting them. God damn it, Coop. Like, you, throw that sh- <laughs> you throw that shit to C.D. Lamb. He's going to watch it go over his head. He just Turn and look at you no. like you stupid. What was that? Yeah. I'm down here, bro. Yeah. This is ground floor, not fucking 10th store or 10th floor. All right. Uh, finally, rounding out Sunday. Chicago. Went to Lambeau. 27 to 10. 
Packers for the win. It started out sketchy for me because I'm watching this son bitch. Watch Green Bay hem haul around and get down and get a field goal. Uh huh. Then I watch uh, Justin Fields in Chicago come out and just ram it right down, yeah. right down that Green Bay defense's throat. I'm like, the, your defense some, is supposed to be the strength of your team, man. Yeah, something that you're not expecting, especially. And these young kids just ran over you. Yeah. Boom, seven points, our game, our lead. Yeah. It didn't last long. <laughs> No, 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 it didn't. Because uh, Lafleur and Rodgers finally started getting the ball to the backs mm -hmm. any way they could. Running the ball, screens, flat passes, just making sure their halfbacks got the ball. And the defense for Green Bay finally turned it up. After, after Chicago ran over them the, that, their first drive, that defense stepped up and started playing. And that defense really just kept setting the offense up to keep doing whatever the hell they wanted. Yeah. They held Justin Fields 7-11 for 70 yards and a pick. And most of Montgomery's rushing yards came on that first drive. He really? went 15 for 122. Yeah. <laughs> most of them came on that first drive. That, that defense locked it down after that first drive. And, a, you know, a couple passes to the receivers. Good. But those young guys just have to get in sync and get on the same page with it, with Rodgers. Yeah. Chicago's just not going to be that good this year. They're just not. Mm, no. Uh, Green Bay's offensive line still a work in progress. A big work in progress. Mm. They're, they will be getting Bakhtiari back at some point. That'll be a massive help. Yeah, but isn't he still like three weeks? Three weeks out from this week? Probably, but you know, we'll see I mean, how it goes. Still, still get him back before halfway through yeah. the first uh, yeah. for the season. That'd be great. But I mean, fuck. Rogers but, is gone. Five or oh, oh, four before. Still made a win. No, team. two and two. Two and two. Yeah. And they're on pace to to break even. They'll they'll be okay. Uh, Preston Smith finally woke up on that defense, and. Chicago's offensive line still some question marks there. They got beat up. Rashawn Gary coming back for Green Bay's defense, big. Yeah, they they look good. They played good after that first drive. Yeah. And so that's a good sign for Green Bay and Green Bay fans. The yeah. defense finally playing. Mm -hmm. That's where all your money's at. Oh yeah. All right, man. You ready for Monday night? It's a fucking do it. stupid. I did not shit. like the way they did this. No, this is fucking retarded. They literally, and I use that term in every full extent that I can. Who the fuck thought we're gonna have a thirty-minute difference on this fucking game? Six forty-five and seven fifteen. Get the fuck out of here. But they were on different networks, so they're I, trying to steal all the viewers. <laughs> Yeah, what they're which was to. stupid. I mean, whatever. It's a fucking. Oh man. You do you. They they don't care about it. They're caught. They're television. No, they still get their fucking money. And regardless. I talked about this shit at work. The only what the only time this is gonna change, with us getting overloaded with commercials, and I was, all Sunday I'm like, yeah, used to we didn't have a commercial here. No. Nope. Used to we didn't have a commercial here. 
As soon as the ball was kicked off, you'd watch the offense run on the field, and boom. Yep. And now it's and now it's oh it's a it's a change of possession. No, it's not. You're going from offense to offense. You're going from the special teams. No. Yeah. Team to team. That's not a change of possession. Nope. Thirty second commercial. Yep. Fuck you. And the only way this will ever change is if the actual American economy is changed. Yeah. Because right now, as long as all these television companies keep getting Wall Street money, they're just going to keep paying billions of dollars to get oh, these rights. To- fuck yeah. They're not going to give two shits. No. See, and that's what sucks is we're looking at an hour, legitimate hour of playtime throughout four and a half hours throughout the day now. Yep. And I mean, and it yeah. sucks. It sucks because fucking baseball that takes only three hours, an hour less, mind you. They get killed for how long their games take. Yeah. It's fucking asinine. It is. But here, and I, I mean, and we've preached about it before, and I've bitched about it before. I would much rather spend my whole Sunday eight and a half to ten fucking hours, because I'm not going to lie, I fall asleep at the night game, but eight and a half to ten fucking hours of nonstop football for two and a half games. Yep. But I, I cannot sit through a three-hour game of baseball. I get that. It's a bunch of bullshit. But the NFL, and it's not the NFL doing it, it's the TV partnership. Yeah, it's all the The NFL doesn't give a shit. Their money doesn't come from the advertising anymore. No. It comes from the television contracts. Yeah. So it's just like the UFC with ESPN. Uh They already got their money. Yeah, UFC doesn't give two shits. All they care about now is ticket sales and concessions. Yeah. That's it. And that's all they really need to fucking care about because... Well, you've got you've got your ESPN money. Yeah, it's already there. Who gives there. a shit if ESPN charges that fifty dollars fucking pay per view? The NFL doesn't care if viewership goes up or down. Yeah. Until it's con- contract renegotiation year, that's uh-huh. the only time they're gonna care. In middle of the contract, they don't give two shits. No, it could be the worst season that they ever had in fucking TV. Viewership days. could drop fifty percent. Doesn't matter. The NFL still gets their money from the TV stations. Yep. Bunch of bullshit. So we hit the Titans and Bills. Wow. About what I thought it would be. I didn't think it'd be that. <laughs> I mean, I thought the Titans would get back on page. No, Titans got seven points, dude. That's exactly what I thought the Titans were wow. going to do. I was, I was a little disappointed in Buffalo, though. Wow. Just 41? Come on, it's Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, but Tennessee was a monster playoff team last year. Last year? They didn't lose anybody. They tied. No, no. Okay, there's no that's, reason that they're, they're not supposed to be a playoff team this year. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair. No. Yeah, they traded A.J. Brown because of the, the amount of money it was going to cost to keep him. But the kid that they drafted from Arkansas, Trayvon Burks, uh, oh, that young yeah. kid is producing. Honestly, what I think it is, it's it's a mental thing. It's a mental thing. I you mean, know Tannehill how... stunk so bad, he got yanked, and Willis came in, and he didn't fare out any better. It was bad. No, no. It, it, I, I'm i being serious. I think it's just a mental thing. You know how beastly Buffalo is in the AFC right now. And they're fucking yeah, killing but, but they also... Go back to week one with tennis. They couldn't run the ball with Terrick Henry week one. No. They didn't. They weren't playing Buffalo Week One. No, no. They played the Giants and they lost. That's what I'm saying. It's a mental thing. You going into this beast that is Buffalo after losing to the Giants, 
It's a mental thing. It's a mental thing. Well, I'm giving them an out, okay? I'm not. All 53 of them. <laughs> yeah, because now, what, what was the stat we talked about when we first started? <coughs> You're 0 2, dude. Yeah. You're 0 2. And right now, if I had to rank the quarterbacks in the NFL, uh-huh. it's not even close. No. Not even close. No. Josh no. Allen, heads and shoulders, just running away with it. Fuck yeah. Holy dear Lord. Fuck yeah. And the Rightfully Buffalo so. defense has been lit. There are currently not any answers hey, for remember, Buffalo. You remember four years ago? It was a joke for us. Well, I d- think of how bad I dogged that Josh Allen pick. Uh-huh. Four years ago, every time I turn around, hey, you know, you're, you're picking Buffalo. This is a bunch of bullshit. Bunch of bullshit. We're going to flip it Buffalo. and you don't get Buffalo anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> I held out with them thinking through. And then after you guys quit fucking with me about it, I was still picking Buffalo. And look at this shit. <laughs> yeah, the, that's my team Excuse out me. of the AFC, man. Absolutely. They are monsters. So we got Buffalo and Tampa Bay to yeah, the Super Yeah, that's your Super Bowl. Mark it down. But I, I got your money Josh on it Allen now. holding fucking. I got Josh Allen holding the Lombardi. If anybody can beat that Tampa Bay defense, I've got Josh Allen. No fucking arguments here. And for the, the late game Monday night, yeah. let's just keep this short, sweet, and simple. Kirk Cousins in primetime does not fucking win. He's 2-32 and 32 in primetime. He's 2-10 and 10 on Monday night. Look at that. Now, Philly came out, played good, did what they were supposed to. Yeah. Defense looked good again. Jalen Hurts looked really good again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's any question that Hurts is, is their quarterback. Just go ahead and get that extension done now. Take all the pressure and questions off the table. Yeah. And let them roll. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're running solid. And Soriani keeps missing, mixing in the play action. And there was some bad calls from the analysts. Like the, uh, oh, crap. Wait, the, the, was Tony on that game? No. Oh, okay. Well, he might have been on, no, he was, that was an ESPN Plus game. Oh, okay. Um, no, it wasn't Tony. Oh, it was that game. It was, Minis- it was on Minnesota, and they—they're they blaming Justin Jefferson for the the Kirk Cousins pick in the end zone. That's what it was. Fucking really? Yes. Like, oh, that's on—that's on Justin. You can't do that. Like, uh, Justin had stopped that route because he—he he saw the corner already sitting on that fucking route. He saw Darius Slay knew he wasn't getting underneath. Yeah. He stopped that route, was getting ready to turn around, and Kurt threw it right to Darius Slay. What are you talking about? They kept blaming the receivers. I'm like, no, Kurt's made one good pass this game. Yeah. Everything else, <clears throat> his offensive line wasn't really good. They were getting beat up. But he was forcing. You could see him just forcing and pressing. And it's always a shame. Outside of those three interceptions, his numbers really don't look that bad. No. I mean, 27 out of 46 is, I mean, You're it's over a little 50%. Over 50 and a fucking touchdown. I mean, his numbers really don't look that bad. It's just when it mattered, yep. he sucked. And that's the Kirk Cousins primetime curse. Yep. Blame all the receivers you want, but at the end of the career, all there's the, one dude that's been there the whole fucking time. The whole fucking time. Although I do love the fact that he's starting to show up to press conferences looking like a father of seven with a minivan and fucking a trailer in tow. 
needs to. <laughs> anything, anything to cut you some slack, man. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do something. All right, man. That wraps up last week. Let's uh, let's go ahead and grab a break real quick, and then we'll cool. talk about week three and the fights. Cool. Terry, love you, Terry. Do. And I even told you I was gonna make a shirt that said, "God damn it, Terry." And at this point in time, now Mike's gonna have a nice rebuttal for this. But at this point in time, Terry, you might get gold. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not holding my breath. There is literally no way he's getting gold with these picks. <laughs> no way. So, no way. For the, go go into for, for, go into for, some of his picks. Okay. Well, for for the week totals. Okay. Mike, you got nine. There we go. You got nine. Nine out of sixteen. It's not bad. I'm over fifty percent. I'm happy 50%. with it. It's all that matters. It's September. I'm perfectly yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, in all honesty, I mean, I've done the math a few times now. Every season, we always, I always sit down and figure out the amount of games yeah. and the, how many we get right. And this show, and I have to illicitly <laughs> slay, this show is always 70% accurate. Always. Now, bare, bare minimum. Bare minimum, We're, yeah. We float between 70 and 77. Yeah. So... That being said, I got I walked away with ten this week. There you go. Terry walked away with eleven. Yeah. Now, now that, that let's, let's look at those two get the, out of here picks. Yeah. Uh, Nobody, now take those away, and how's he fair, and how's Mike fair? You guys are together. No, he loses two. I gain two. Well, you don't gain uh-huh, two because I did not pick Arizona. No, you, oh, you're saying Miami. that those two games actually would have, should have ended the way that they were supposed to fucking end? Yep. Yeah. No. What I'm saying is, you these fourth quarter comebacks like this are not going to play out. It's not going to be a norm for the season. No. No way in hell. No. No way in hell. Joe Flacco's not just coming back <laughs> and beating somebody. <laughs> fucking Flacco. Flacco's in his prime. The Dolphins aren't going to be down 28 points. No. And win the game in the fourth quarter. No. It's not going to happen. It's no way. No fucking way. So, Terry, that being said. Enjoy it for a week. Because it would have been flipped. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two games would have okay. flipped it. And I'm not going to lie, because for those of you who listened, since I fucked up. And I did fuck up, and I had to admit it to... Terry, and he tried getting me to wear a uh, Giants shirt this week, and I told him there's no way in hell. Well, I didn't even tell him that. I just left him on scene. Love you, Terry. Uh, <laughs> he didn't pick, or uh, he did pick the Atlanta Rams game. My dumbass just didn't read it in the text message. There you go. So he actually did pick the Rams for that game. Well, you would hope so. You would hope so. But it almost turned out that he would have been lucky. If he wouldn't have, if he wouldn't have waited until he got back from camping to listen to the show, if he would have listened to it Friday beforehand. But now you can't blame him <laughs> for going camping with the fans. Oh, no, no, Come on, no. Man. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just stating. He waited until Sunday to hit me up and be like, hey, jackass. I did pick the Rams. Lucky that the games didn't start. <laughs> well, maybe he might want to send out the those instead of singing, sending uh, the old single message to you. And send it to the group send chat. Send it to the group chat. That way there's one, more than one set of eyeballs. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm tired of seeing the fucking memes of the ball sacks, dude. Just send your shit in the group <laughs> chat. 
Still keep sending memes, Terry. <laughs> I mean, I'll keep. Uh, I get, bring it to the, I'll bring some some balls to the group chat. Oh man, you want balls? Not a problem. There we go. Hey, you know, <laughs> you know what? To all the listeners and the watchers out there, if you guys can get us up to just a hundred subscribers on YouTube's, <laughs> I'll show you the fucking group chat. Oh wow. <laughs> Privately, individually. Wow. <laughs> whoever gets a, whoever that one person is to get us to 100 subscribers, I'll show you the group chat. Dude, we'll get, we'd even be banned on like Gitter or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> the, Reddit would kick yeah, us off. Gonna, we'd be gonzo. How many, t- how many, uh, you spend like out of the 365 days in a year, you spend like what, 300 days in Facebook jail? I, not here recently. Oh. Not here recently. I haven't been in jail. I just haven't been doing my thing. You haven't been shadow banned yet? Well, all year I've been on a shadow ban. That's not a new thing. That just the tradition that carries on. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Something like that. But you don't get the share. <laughs> they still let me share, but my account's just always in warning status. I don't know that there will ever be anything I can do to get away from that. <laughs> Super weird. Um, back, back to foosball. Uh, for the season totals, Mike, you're trailing the pack at 15. I got 17. You guys normally have a much bigger lead built up on me. I usually have about a four-point. Going into week two, I usually have about a four-point lead. Usually. And this is fucking me up. All sorts of get out because Terry's beating me by two. Yeah, super weird. I don't know what it is. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, my count status is just always it's in the morning. morning. <laughs> always. I think that one dude just like, I'm done checking, rechecking all this yeah. shit. We'll just put him in morning and call it good. Yeah. <laughs> You're just always in the morning. <laughs> all right, so that's totals. And it, it's still the Kool-Aid. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah, but that was like eight months ago. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Well, the second time I got banned for for the same meme that I found on Facebook. Yeah, that you found on Facebook. That's that's the fucked up thing. It's in a private group. Eh. No, it was a private group where... Shit gets bad and nasty. Well, I get that, but I mean, and I'm like, really? So, somebody in this group reported that one out of everything in this group to report. That's what you chose. I right, whatever. <laughs> I get it. Oh, like that shit. was the least offensive thing I'd saw in that group in three months. <laughs> God damn. So that's where my Facebook's at. I think maybe for now on we should just do a weekly check-in with your Facebook account. Is it still under warning? Still warning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can do it. Why not? Uh, okay. Even though I haven't posted anything. Right? You're in warning, dude. We know we... we hey, you thought it. You thought about it. Mm-hmm. Fucking minority report on your ass. 1984 Minority Report, <laughs> all of it. All right, man. Let's talk about week three. Let's roll. Week three. Terry already sent in his picks. Cool. So, 
buzz through this. Still waiting to hear back from Josh. Have you heard back from Josh? No, not yet. No. Mm-hmm. Figured I hit him up this weekend. Yeah. See go, how he's doing. Check go in. hit him. Go hit him. Be like you. Can't can't blame him too much. Nah. I'd much rather hang out. New with baby. Him. Well, I'd much rather hang out with the baby than us that, three. I get that. Yeah, I absolutely get that. Granted, I'd much rather hang out with you than my baby. So. I can talk back. <laughs> so does he. Yeah, the butt. I wipe. I, I wipe my own butt. I, but that that helps. It's about all I, mean, I got. I can hit you. I can't hit him. Allegedly. Yeah, can you really? <laughs> Not a lot of difference. Allegedly. Not a lot of difference. <laughs> oh shit. We're kidding. Them just jokes. Come. I don't know what kind of cancel culture is out there. Thursday night on Prime Video. Hopefully Amazon's figured out their shit. Because. Uh, and hopefully we can find some other way to watch this shit. Besides Prime Video? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I've got a couple sites. Uh, thinking about it. Yeah. Well, it's... Well, it's, and... Oh, I, I checked into it because somebody brought it up at work mm-hmm. this week. Like, you can watch it on the NFL app. Uh-huh. Okay, but they want, they want you to pay for Plus now. Okay, I understand that to watch the game. Yeah. Okay, I understand that. Uh, it's five ninety nine a month, I think. NFL Plus? Yeah. That's not too bad. And it's not. But you get all, that's where you get all of the preseason. Uh huh. And you get all of the replays as soon as the week's over. As soon as the week's yeah, over. Yeah, as soon as the week's over. You get all of the replays. But you get that on Monday on fucking, oh no, full games. Full games. Full games, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because YouTube usually only has full games, maybe three of them. And they're not supposed to. No. So, no, they're not. <laughs> I mean, you can find them, but they just don't stay up for very long. No, it's usually just that first eight hours after Sunday. The ends. NFL's pretty good at getting those removed. Wonder why. <laughs> but, uh, so, Prime Video, we got Pittsburgh playing in Cleveland. Hopefully it doesn't look like Tampa. I don't care where they play. Cleveland. Pittsburgh's offensive line is just too horrendous. All right, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going against Vegas. They, Cleveland's got a four-and-a-half line. I've got no reasoning other than, eh. You like it doggy style. I mean. There you go. Taking the dog. Is that a boy? You can be taking it like a dog. <laughs> yeah. That's, wow. Yeah, no, this game sucks. Uh, Houston's going to Chicago. Um, I'm going to take Houston. I'll take the Road Warriors. All right. Well, Terry and I are riding with the home team. I just can't. Houston's offense, especially Davis Mills, has actually played really well. Uh-huh. So he, going back to last year. Because he could have creeped up, crept up into round one. Yeah. He didn't. He dropped, so he, of course, round three. Because there's just way too many other position players in round two that you can't pass for a possible quarterback. And once he got on the field and got playing, he kept progressing, progressing. And week one, that was a solid showing from him. And it could have been a lot worse week two. So I like Houston. I don't see Chicago started out hot, and I haven't saw them staying suit or progressing at all. Yeah, I still saw Houston progressing, and the defense has way, played way better than I thought they would even be able to. Okay, I can't. 
I can't carry that out any longer than what I just did. Oh, no. I was that just, was it. I was actually shocked that you were able to carry it out that It long. was not easy. <laughs> it was not easy. Yeah, Terry and I ride in Chicago. So, Good luck, boys. Yeah. Next game we're going to talk about here, we got Las Vegas playing in Tennessee. Terry's got the Raiders this week. I'm torn. I'm torn. I mean, normally this would be a no-brainer for me, but Tennessee has looked like the worst team in football. Yeah. The Raiders haven't. Their defense stumbled, but their offense was there. Their offensive line, which is a little sketchy. Do you think they, they just made a trade with New England of all places? Josh McDaniel, mm. now the head coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, director of player personnel, used came from New England. They picked up a tackle, a swing tackle, and a trade with New England. So he's he's in Vegas now. Okay. Hopefully help out that O-line. He, he clearly knows the McDaniel system. In 20 and 21, he started 11 games under that offensive scheme. So he should be able to step in and at least help contribute where they've had zero contributions. Yeah. And so based off of the trade of a swing tackle, uh -huh. yeah, give me the Raiders. That's how much I believe in uh, Tennessee right now. Just the way they played for two weeks in a row, I just can't with a clear conscience pick them. Thank you. Kansas City's playing in Indianapolis. Did you take the Raiders too? Oh, absolutely. I took the fucking Raiders. I'm still starting Carr over Brady. I'm just... Brady, not a lot of weapons. But no. his defense can score too. Yep. And his defense and have, is really good. I have Tampa-based yeah, defense. So. so... You're fine. Yeah, I'm good. Uh... Kansas City and Indianapolis. Yeah, next. Uh, Terry. Get out of here. Nope. Really? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, uh, because, and hold on. I don't even have anything I, to say about this game. I, 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 oh, I, of course I closed it out, but I, I had pulled up the text message just so I could repeat it out loud verbatim, because after last week, I, I want to quote Terry properly. Oh. Colts shock the Chiefs. Oh my god. Oh dear Lord Almighty. Okay. Moving on. I Thank just, you. I just couldn't even my brain could not take that <laughs> at all. Wow. Buffalo in Miami. Don't care where this game's played. I think it'd be a hundred and fifty or minus fifty. I don't think it matters. Detroit and Minnesota. Oh, he didn't take the home team on this one? No, no, he took Buffalo. Punk. <laughs> Come on, man. Have faith. Detroit and Minnesota. Now, since this is a noon game. Awesome. I'm still taking Detroit. I'm taking Detroit, too. But it'll be a close game. Minnesota will play much better. Much better. Oh, absolutely. I honestly think that this is going to come down to a field uh, goal. What's the Vegas line on this? Six points for Minnesota. I think that's way too high of a line. No, that's that's everybody's mentality about Detroit. Everybody keeps dogging yeah, Detroit. No. It's fucking ridiculous. If I was setting the line, I'd have Detroit by three. Maybe drop it down two and a half since they're a road team. Yeah. Next game we got here, Baltimore's playing in Foxborough. Ooh. I'm torn on this one. I'm torn on this one. So I'm going to take the home team. 
<laughs> I like it, and I think they're going to play better. But I'm torn, and I'm going to go with the best player on the field. Lamar Jackson? Which is Lamar Jackson. Terry's with you on the Baltimore pick, so. No, and I'm not. That's where he should not be able to pick Baltimore this week. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not. Like I said, I'm torn. And I, the only reason why I'm taking New England is because it's in Foxborough. Well, and you have to realize that New England now, now that Josh McDaniels is gone, mm-hmm. he's their, he's been their offensive coordinator. For fucking Do you know who years. their offensive coordinator is now? Uh-huh. Matt Patricia. No shit. Yes. Oh. Okay. Okay, go back to Pitt State. Uh-huh. Whenever we had Phil Pot and Race and we broke all the records, uh, you know who our offensive coordinator was? The dude that later became our head coach? You know what, two years ago, what position he was? Uh, the defensive coordinator. No shit. What better way to scheme up an offense than, fucking. than a defensive mind? Yeah. And so a lot of times, and it might take these guys a few weeks to get the O-line and the quarterback and receive, get everybody on the same page, Yeah. they're going to get better and better. Oh, yeah. Because you're using a defensive mind to call your offensive plays. It's going to work. Yeah. Next game we got here, bud. We got Cincinnati traveling to New Jersey to play the Jets. Joe Burrow writes all the wrongs. That offensive line is horrendous. You have to realize he got sacked six times in the Dallas game. They were all in the first half. You know, somebody actually asked me the other day, or today. No, it was today. Somebody asked me today. They're like, what the fuck's wrong with Joe Burrow? And I was like, 79 sacks? Let's start there. It's that simple. I mean, and and the kid still produces even though he gets his ass squared fucking just creamed and i guarantee you the jets do not have the defense that the cowboys put on the field no and you saw it a lot last week especially in the first half if you go back two years ago to when the raiders got killed for drafting click Clell and farrell uh-huh. number four overall yeah out of clemson i supported it because i watched the national championship game mm-hmm. Clell and farrell ate jonah williams lunch for four straight quarters. Oh, yeah. And then since he takes Jonah Williams at 10, I call it an overrated pick. Where's Joe Burrow getting his ass kicked from? Mm-hmm. Number 10, you, your franchise left tackle, who is not a franchise left tackle. No. But you can't really move on and make up for that pick. He's still under his rookie contract. Yep. What are you going to do? <sighs> but luckily, he's got the Jets, and he'll survive this game. I like that with the Joe Burrow writes all wrongs. I like that. He does. Yeah. He so, does. You and I got Cincy. Fucking. Did Terry come from New Jersey? No. <laughs> no? No. Oh. No? Huh. One of these days, I'm going to have him call in and explain the New Jersey love. The HBO series with all the uh, gangsters, Tony, the Sopranos. Ah. One too many episodes of the uh, Sopranos. <laughs> That's what that is. The only reason you make that pick. Love you, Terry. Uh, Next game we got here, Philly's going to Washington to play the slurs. Slurs, yeah. I think we're all on the same page here. I just can't fucking. No. Carson Wentz, until until that offensive line gets a little better. Carson's going to keep. He's really good. But it's like he starts the game just pressing, pressing, pressing. And that's where the mistakes come from. 
when he says when he's when he's down 30 points and they decide screw it let's just play he's really good yeah it's fucking ridiculous yeah he a little Jekyll and Hyde-ish next game we got here we got Nola traveling to Carolina yeah yeah right. did you see that the next two games it. I've already put you in because <laughs> after that game we got Jacksonville traveling to LA to play the Chargers who are coming yeah. up from San Diego I mean, come on. I don't, yeah. These are like fucking Should easy. Should be no-brainers. Easy picks. Now, the Rams are going to Arizona. This is a tougher pick. The Rams still have not played good. No. No, they have not. They played good for three quarters last week. Yep. But found a way to mass Stafford quarter four. So, I'm riding with home team. Arizona's actually been coming back. Arizona's I mean, still growing. As bad as week one was against Kansas City, their fourth quarter was <laughs> actually good. Thank you. And as bad as the first three quarters was against Raiders, their fourth quarter was amazing. Yep. And those are two killer teams in the fucking West. They are. Oh, no, shit, never mind. This doesn't even fucking matter. That's okay. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I was thinking the other LA team. Yeah. Yeah. The Rams have just were really bad. Then played good for three quarters, and then really bad for a quarter. Yep. So. I'd rather you play good for your fourth quarter than really bad. Ask, ask Baltimore. Yeah. If you're going to pick a quarter to play really bad in, don't make it the fourth quarter. No, make it the first. Yeah. It's like if you're going to lose a round in UFC. Make it the first. You know what? Let's look at last round. week. Let's look at last week. Hey, hell, play bad for three quarters. Yeah. Just make sure it's not the fourth quarter. Nope, never the fourth quarter. Play bad for the first three, just not the fourth. And the Rams have not actually proved that. I'm going to be an asshole, and I'll take Arizona at home. You're going to take Arizona at home with me? Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I am. All right. Hey, ask me the line. Uh, I'm going to say Rams by six. Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Vegas is slowly fucking realizing. All right, next game we got here. We got Atlanta traveling to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Oh, dear Lord. I, Terry took the Seahawks. He took the home team. Yeah, I am that's going, all I've got. I'm taking Atlanta. Fucking A. They played really good in fourth quarter. Yeah. If they could just pick another quarter to play good in. It's possible. I mean. Seattle's clearly not that good this year. No, no. And it sucks, too, because... The Seattle game against Denver, everybody was happy for the simple fact that, oh, hey, Seattle showed rust. But, but now, we've, after week two, we've learned maybe no. that Denver game wasn't quite so good after all. No. So, I'm taking Atlanta. Ugh. That's not a bad dog pick. It's not a bad dog pick. I mean, and Atlanta it, plays in a dome. They're used to a lot of noise. Uh -huh. But Seattle is a different level of noise. It is. It is. And, and Dude, I was on the Amtrak, and I could fucking hear the stadium yeah. 10 miles away. So. Yeah, they get a little crazy. A little bit. But my thing is, is like, I love Gino. I, I, I love all the guys in Seattle. DK, fucking Lockett's still there. I mean, everything... They've on, still got players. They've still got key elements there in but Seattle. There's just but something missing. It's it's the cohesion. It's not yeah. sticking right at the moment. And another reason why, if we're going to get and Atlanta's of, just completely all new. Yeah. So uh, they just go out and play. Yeah. It's they got a lot of young players. 
And so like, screw it, we're young, we still got a chance. Oh yeah, absolutely. Too dumb to know better. So if you're gonna pick a dog, that I think that's a solid dog to pick. I honestly think that this game's gonna be a shit ton closer than what it should be. A shit ton closer than what it should be. Green Bay's defense finally turned it around uh-huh. last week. Tampa Bay's offense is extremely underwhelming right now. Yeah. They didn't score 20 points last week. We were talking about it off camera. Yeah. They, the offense didn't score 20 no, points. No, got to remember that defense had a pick six. Yep. So your offense Take only seven scored points five. off of that 20. You're 13 points. Yep. And uh, that's a 13 to 10 game against Nola. Yep. Um, these defenses are both really good. When it comes down to position players for this game, uh-huh. I like Green Bay's position players better. Okay. I like Green Bay's ability to stop the run between the guards. Okay. That Green Bay can be big and nasty up the middle where Leonard Fournette does a lot of damage. Gotcha. And that's going to be the big thing for Tampa Bay's offense is being able to pound Leonard Fournette mm-hmm. and grind the game down and use Brady in play action to hit some tight ends, hit mm-hmm. little Scotty Miller and Cole Beasley on oh, some yeah. quick slants and some quick outs. So here's my thing. Terry's taking Tampa. Uh, I'm going to take Tampa for, okay. the home ga- for the home team. Okay. Specifically just for the home team because these two defenses are killer defenses. Uh, so I think it's going to be loss, a 9-6. to six. The big loss in this game to me, which sways it, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Mm-hmm. The thing that sways it is this is the game that Mike Evans is suspended for for the fight with oh, Sean, yeah. Marshawn Lattimore yeah. last week. So that's because Chris Godwin's out. Hopefully Julio Jones will be back. If he's back, that's a big help. That's a big game. Yeah. But being playing really solid in week one and then being gone week two for injury mm-hmm. doesn't bode well for week one. He looked really good. He looks healthy. He looks physical. Yeah. He looks young again. Shit, he's not playing week two. Yeah. Is he really? And so, no Mike Evans is, to me, that's a difference. That's the difference. That's the difference. All right. So you're taking A-Ron. Yep. On the road. Yep. Gotcha. Next game we got here. Remember, he got <clears throat> shut out week one of last year and still your fucking MVP and didn't throw five picks. Just say, the guy might I, be okay. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> He's all right. He's all right. All right, next game we got here, running out Sunday night. We got San Francisco going to Denver. Yeah, I think we all in the same boat. San Francisco only has a one and a half line. What? Yeah. With that defense and Jimmy G running a controlled offense back under center. Oh take, oh take that all day long, dude. Like bet bet your paycheck. Yeah. Oh yeah. One and a one and a half fucking points. Bet the it. over on everything. Absolutely. San Francisco is going to roll them. <laughs> mm-hmm. You think that the trouble with clock management, timeouts, play calling is going to resolve itself in a week? Fuck no. When Fuck you just no. finally admitted it after week two. Uh huh. Eh, nope. Get the fuck out of here. No. Get out of here. No. Jimmy G's going to roll him. Thank you. I mean, I'm right there with you. Now, Terry's taking the home team. This would not be the game that I'd be looking at home and away. 
Well, you ready for Monday night? Because here let's, we go. Let's do it. Here we fucking go. NFC South. South? No. East. Or the NFC East. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. I mean, it should be. It Dallas should, should be. not be in no, the NFC East. Be, that's what fucked me up on that. I don't, I don't Once know we, why. whenever we went, went back, like, seven, eight years ago and redid the conference alignment uh-huh. to get them all more suited. Every conference got realigned. Except for the NFC East. How retarded is that? How is Atlanta in the NFC South and Dallas in the NFC East? That makes no sense. Atlanta's closer to the East Coast than it is fucking That's Dallas. a no-brainer, right? Now, they are smack dab in the middle of the South. Not like Dallas, but... <laughs> no, they're an East Coast team. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. They're an East Coast team. Didn't even have to change divisions. No. Or conferences. Just change no, divisions. Just divisions. Nope. It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> no, that's the power of Dallas and the NFC East when it comes to money and football. Yeah. You don't want to take away the Giants' I'm, money and the Cowboys' money. No. The Giants I'm, can I'm be horrible. And they're but still... But their viewership and their money is still massive. They're, so everybody and so knows. it was the rivalries. You didn't want to lose the you didn't want to lose any of those three games against the Cowboys. No, no, Philly and fucking Washington want those games. Everybody does. Everybody does because Dallas is, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Statistically, Dallas is the number one fan base. Yes, in out sports. of the country. In sports. Yeah. It's okay. I know it pains everybody <laughs> to say it, but it's just true. Yeah, but and, and that's the thing is like. They're the highest valued. Wherever they go. They have the most fans. Yep. And no matter how bad or how good that they are doing any given fucking season, a Dallas fan is still watching the fucking game. Yeah. Simple as that. Still buying hats, still buying jerseys. I know motherfuckers that have quitted, just fucking quitted football completely. Completely. Uh Uh-huh. Except. Yeah. Except for fucking Dallas. Oh, I'm taking Dallas. Me too. Sorry, Terry. Now, I, I went with him on the Giants pick last week. I did not. And the Giants defense playing really good. They are. But they're but not th- playing Dallas defense good. No. And honestly, I think after Dallas's win against Cleveland, or not Cleveland, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, I think this is the wake that we needed to, hey, guys. And the thing is, is like Cooper Rush, he's a great bridge quarterback. He's serviceable. Yeah. I honestly think that we'll still be fine. Everybody that believes the whole... What's Dak the line be- on this? I'm Giants by two and a half? No. No. Giants by one. Okay. There yeah. you go. Giants by one. So they're getting a home point point. Yeah, which usually point. the home team is usually gets two and a half to you three points. You normally get two and a half just for yeah. being the home team. So... <laughs> I'm just well, saying. Well, the problem is Danny Dimes versus the Dallas defense. That's the problem. And you just benched, if you're the Giants, you just benched your highest paid, most valued receiver. Yeah. Good luck. No. I think uh, I think Dallas will be fine. And even if it is a stupid fucking score like Is this the first time I picked nine. Dallas all year so far? Yeah. I know I picked Cincy last week. I think I picked no, Dallas. No, we all picked Cincy last week. I think I picked Dallas to lose week one, too. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and it wasn't just one of those you being facetious or nothing. No, it was a fucking cross the board. Yeah. It wasn't just a, oh, hey. No, I, I think Dallas has enough to beat the Giants. Actually, hold on. We're, we're talking about it. It's not like I got to go fucking far. Here. You get here. 
Yeah, because Dallas played Tampa Bay week one. Yeah, everybody picked Tampa. No? No. Terry took, Terry Terry took, took Dallas. Dallas that year, that, that week. That's why he's not all rolling with them now. <laughs> so, there's that. All righty. Come on. Come on, bring the noise. I think that's the most I can do without getting in trouble, legally. Yeah, it's completely wrong, though. Let's do it. Ready? Oh, did I make it? Oh, no. Because no, we don't this have, is all jacked up. Because we don't have fucking fights this weekend. That's we why. We don't, yeah. Yeah, no, I was pissed about that because the only way to... A rare week off. It's a bunch of bullshit. There's 52 weeks in a year. There's supposed to be 52 fucking right. fights. Not 50. Because this is... In my stupor. And I can't even say drunken stupor. Just my in my stupor. Perfect. This is the second or third week that we've taken off this year. Yeah. That's actually normal. Yeah. Yeah. And we hate it every time, but... Is what it is. No, I think, uh, I think we should do card night tonight. This week. Let's do it. All right. Why is it say for you at the top? Oh. Oh, because you didn't change the title? No, I didn't change the title on. Okay, so last Saturday we had Sanhan, Sanhagen versus Yadong. You sure you're not drunk? Yeah, it could be. All right. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Did you make my drink last or did I? I haven't, I haven't made one, dude. Dude, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Huh. Take it, I'm driving. <laughs> How the hell am I getting home? <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. And the worst part is, I live five feet that way. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Alright, San Hagen versus Yadong. Open up with the prelims. Had a lightweight bout with Nicholas Moda going up against Cameron Van Camp. Now, this was. Because I fucked up, and I missed a couple of the early prelims. Right. I think I came in, like, three fights in or something Right, like that. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The look boomy. Yep. So I missed the first four fights out of this card. I did not. Typical. Yes, typical it is typical. Fucking casual fight watcher. A little bit of a casual uh, bitch, but yeah, hey. A little bit. But anyway, so first bout, we had Nicholas Moda. You got the card pulled up on your phone. I do. Cool. Cameron Van Camp, lightweight bout. Uh, Moda won with a... First round, TKO 349. I came quick. He just kept hitting him right in the cocksucker. Yeah. Until he couldn't take it anymore. And That's usually how that happens. Fight. Though, <laughs> yeah. Really kind of what it was. Hit harder, hit faster, hit straighter. Won the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking A. Not uh, a lot going on there. Kind of was what it was. Just a fucking ass whooping for the first minute and a half. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, next bout at Bantamweight, we had Tony Gravely, which who was the dog on the fight, going up against Javid Basharat. Javid. <clears throat> yeah, Javid. Javid Basharat. Yeah. I said Basharat. Well, you, got, you got that Javid. going for you. There you go. Javid. Uh, decision for Basharat. Bashrat keeps his O. Mm -hmm. uh, and he just, he kind of just outdid him and everything. Well, and see, that was the thing that killed me is because, like, I honestly figured that Bashrat was going to be able to finish the fight. 
kind of the way that the line was and whatever, all the props were skewed that way. Yeah. And he, he couldn't finish him, but he was still just, he is quicker to everything. Yeah. And just well, a little better in everything. And, and, and that's what upset me because, I mean, I picked Gravelly. Right. And it w- I honestly thought it was just going to be a finish regardless. I knew Bob should have been that able way. to fucking finish him. But Gravelly, he, he can sneak in. He can sneak in a good. Yeah. Out of all the props, I, I'm pretty sure that the bike goes a distance was the, the biggest odds. Mm-hmm. And it did, and it was, it was an easy decision. Yeah. Uh, next fight at Women's Flyweight. We had Maria Agapova going up against Jillian Robertson. Jillian with the sub. And fucking quick, too, wasn't it? No, like, it was round 219 of round two. Round two. Um, it's it's a constant struggle for Jillian because at 125 she's a small fighter. Mm-hmm. She's not one of the bigger bigger girls at all. She's one of the smaller girls at 125. Yeah. In round one, Maria kind of beat the shit out of her. She is all bumped and bruised up and lumped up and bloody because that's Which, a Jillian fight. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I picked Agapova is that I had a feeling that she could wing and bang. And she did. And she did. Until. You get fucking Jillian to the ground and you uh, don't. She, no, she do didn't that. get Jillian to the ground. Oh, Jillian got. Jillian grabbed a leg. That, that's all Jillian needs is get her hands on, on one leg. That's Just it. get one dick beater on you. Yep. And you're going to the ground and the fight's over. And it got really bad. Um, they had to take the cameras away because nobody was really sure what the fuck was going on with, with Maria. <laughs> She didn't wake up so quick, huh? We wouldn't. Well, she had spit her mouthpiece out to begin oh, with. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's the one that actually passed out. Yeah, she went all kind, and she was still twitching while she was passed out. <laughs> so nobody <laughs> knew that the fight was over because she was she still twitching, fucking moving. Yeah. Ugh. And then when the ref finally grabbed her arms, like, oh, those, no, that's those aren't wake wake twitches. Those are. Those oh, are uh, hey, get the EMTs in here get now. The fucking. Yeah. It was one of the nastiest sub outs I've ever saw. It was bad. And so See, and she spit her mouthpiece out. So your, your your initial concern is you see her biting down. You're like, oh, she's going to bite her damn tongue off. Uh-huh. She didn't have her mouthpiece in there to keep her tongue back. Yeah. Because you could still see her moving. Mm-hmm. Then whenever they finally stopped the fight and you saw that she was still moving and she was gonzo. Yeah. Then, then your concerns moved from her tongue to her brain. It was, it was a bad one, bad one. But Jillian with the win. Yeah, which and that's you, what she said. Called. Hey, so at this point, let me get you to the ground. I, I guarantee you, that's my fight. Oh yeah, absolutely. Then, and that was one of the things that the reason why I went with Agapova is the fact that, like I said, she could wing and bang, and I honestly that thought that she would be able to keep it to the. You know, she, had, she had no chance. She did in round one. <clears throat> but she couldn't keep it up. Couldn't keep it up. Couldn't keep it up. Oh, well. Story of my life. Next fight we have at lightweight. We got Trey Ogden going up against Daniel Zellhuber. 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 Yep. Uh, Zellhuber came in undefeated. Yeah. 12 and 0. Ogden 15 and 5. I'm assuming Zellhuber was a. Oh, look at that. Big favorite. Massive favorite. Because of the fucking L. Who did Mike pick? You you picked Ogden. Who won the fight? Ogden. Unanimous decision, and it wasn't close. He just... 
He just and Ogden's on him. not a big dude at at one fifty five. Yeah. He was just kind of he's just always in his face the whole time. Keeping it short. Yeah, keeping it a close fight. And, and see that's the thing too, is like with the, especially with these little guys. Because I mean lightweight, you know, one fifty five, that's still that's still little. It is, but, but like for Ogden, he's one of the smaller guys in one fifty five. Yeah. And so, I mean, being able to keep the close game, that is always, always a It's a bonus plan. for them. Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep them off you. And Zell Huber didn't, and his, his O went away really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next fight at Women's Strawweight, we got Denise Gomez. Gomes, sorry. Yeah. It, yeah, whatever. Yeah. She went up against Luma Lukbunmi. Yeah. Decision. Yeah, it, it was pretty much a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, I mean, Denise had a couple moments, yeah, but not enough to to win that fight. Well, and, and and it was funny because between the second round and third round, fucking Luma just takes let, her uh, rash guard off. Yeah, and everybody throwing a fit like, about that fucked me up. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was odd and weird for Luma. Yeah, but, but who cares? Get the fuck over it. It's not like she. She stripped down or had her titties well, out. No, and down. it's not like that rash guard is that big of a difference. It's not like Coyce Gracie with his fucking gi. I think she realized that the fight was going to go to the ground, period, regardless of what she wanted. Yeah. And she wanted more flexibility. Yeah. Wanted to be, be able well, to not have and, all that material in her way. And my thing was, is like, at the end of round two. And Luma, plus, whenever you get on the ground and you're on your back and you're fighting off submissions, well, if you've got that guard on... Mm-hmm. Then they're going to be able to latch around you tighter. Oh yeah, and strip gonna, that shit off. That way they got sweat, and you can still spin and move and roll. Yep, and, the, the, and that's the thing too for the people that go in and wear the rash guards. Well, the women that wear the rash guards, especially when you're going against a technician that's on, decent on the ground, that's giving them extra leverage. Yes, you're handicapping yourself. Yes. So in all honesty, and she, when she realized that after round one, ditched yeah. it, and. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing, too, is because she was on top. I mean, Denise got her on the ground, and she was on top, but she got up. Yes. <laughs> and turned her back. Which And was walking away. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, the, and, the, the round's not over. Yeah, and Denise was the fucking went after her, and it's rightfully so. Yeah. If your opponent's going to give you your back. Yeah, I she mean, just stood up, turned around, walked off like yeah. the round was over, and there's 20 seconds to go. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Yeah. She wanted that. She wanted the rash guard off. Apparently. Yeah. We both ended up getting that one right. Uh, Next bout at welterweight, we had Trevin Giles going up against Luis. Luis Cosi. See, I always flip it. I add that. Well, him and his brother got contender series fights on the same night and were the first brothers to Uh, get contracts on the same same night. night. Now, we've since had brothers do it again. Uh Uh-huh. But that was the first. They one. were the first group. Kosi yeah. uh, was a dog. Giles was the favorite. Yeah. I mean. How'd that work out for you? <clears throat> Giles looked good. Who won the fight? Didn't Giles win the fight? Yeah, he did. That's what I thought. He I looked was, okay. I was like, I wait mean, a second. Kosi's <laughs> a smaller guy. Yeah. Okay. Trevin should have probably finished the fight. Mm-hmm. He really had control the whole time. I don't know. I don't know what it was. 
I mean, he won. But he won, but honestly, in a fight like that, Trevin should have been able to get a finish. And this is where, you know, something like the Contender Series on Tuesday night, here's your shot. Uh-huh. If you fight like Trevin Giles on Tuesday night, you don't get a contract. No. So, and that's one of the heartbreaking things about it is, don't play points, play to fucking win. Especially whenever you're already the favorite. Yeah. And... Because, I mean, he was a decent size. Favorite. Everything was pointing to you winning the fight. Yeah. Don't fucking play You'll points. win the fight. And then you get mad because you're not getting paid enough. You're not getting enough sponsorship money. Well, that's, that's your own doing. If yeah. you're not going to put if, on a performance for these sponsors to be like, that dude is going to be wearing Look gold. at his social media base. Yeah. Look at everybody hitting him up. Look at everybody shouting him out. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Next bout at women's bantamweight, we had Aspen Ladd and Sarah McMahon scheduled. See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, canceled. Aspen Ladd and Wade. Um, they actually hit Dana up about it last night at the post fight after the contender series. Yeah. To see if there's any plans moving forward with Aspen, anything going on, what they're going to do with her. Make your fight at 145. Well, yeah, but there's nobody to fight at 145. That's Start building up the rest. <laughs> Well, there's a couple girls that should move up, should have always been up. Yeah, because they're struggling so much with these weight cuts. Well, Macy's my, my number one. Kiesan? Yeah. She's so good. Oh, yeah. No, if she doesn't have to cut weight. She's going to be even fucking better. She's not going to be drained. Yeah. And she's still going to... She's still carrying around go, that power. Because I've watched... Well, I watch all the Ultimate Fighters, but that season in particular, mm-hmm. after episode one, I'm like, she's winning. That's a no-brainer. Absolutely. She's a monster. And it was at 145. She wins and instantaneously drops yes, to 135. Which is just devastating because we have this... And th- that's the thing is, we still have this fucking division. Yeah. With five women. Yeah. If that. If that. So uh, you can move Macy and Aspen up instantaneously. Mm-hmm. And actually have good solid competition oh yeah but that's neither here nor there Dana's at first said yeah I don't know we'll, we'll, we'll see and then he clarified about 15 seconds later yeah uh, we've talked about it there's this just isn't the right time to say it okay make her move fucking 145 she's either making the move or she's going bye bye yeah. it's really that simple well I mean we're looking at the last two years every fight that she's been scheduled she has not been able to fucking make weight yeah I mean, and the thing is, is that Aspen is a killer. She's good. She's good. So bumping it up to where she's not killing herself to drop down to 135. I mean, we spend way too much time on this. You got oh, two yeah. choices. Either move into the fucking PI and do shit the right way or, or kick bricks. Oh, yeah. No. That, that's it. There's nothing else to talk about. No. All right. Featherweight. Okay. Damon Jackson. Pat Sabatini. Fuck Damon Jackson. Wow. Yeah. No, I, and wow. that's only because I picked Pat. That was a minute. Dude. And rep. Well, well okay. and his brother had just died. Yeah. He had a heavy... It, you know what? Anytime, honestly, you, anytime you get put into that fight... You're going to fucking lose. Miss weight something. Yeah, get that fight you're canceled. You're going to fucking lose. Because... And, and, and Damon held up throughout the week until after he won the fight. Well, yeah, I mean, he's coming... Who did Mike pick? Look at that. Oh, yeah, you picked Damon. The 160 dog that came in and just smoked him. Fucking kill, Just brutalized. Yeah. Yeah, if I would have had the fucking knowledge that his brother passed away. <laughs> Granted, his brother passed away the day after we recorded. Yeah. So, nah. 
motivation sucks. I, I mean, I still pick Damon, so yeah. take it for what it is. That's what I thought. Yeah. Next fight at middleweight, we got Anthony Hernandez going up against Mark Andre Balou. Very old. Fucking every time. Yeah. French Canadian. Anyways, uh, Hernandez won uh, by sub. Sub his ass out. Yeah. Yep. And actually, Burial was uh, the one that passed out. Yeah. 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 It was nasty. Well, he was the second one. Yeah. His yeah. wasn't nearly as nasty yeah, as Agapova's. Yeah, but... no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, Hernandez just put it on him. Yeah. yeah. It, it was good. Burial was... Was t- showed a lot of heart and a lot of toughness because he's getting beat up for the first two rounds anyways. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was bad. It was an ass whooping. And the whole time, my drunk ass thought I'd picked Hernandez. Yeah. It's <laughs> my boy. It's okay. It happens. Every week, but it happens. <laughs> Next bout at heavyweight. Fuck this fight. Tanner um, Bozer went up against Rodrigo Nascimento. And it was a close fight. It was yeah, a split was. decision. Um, nasty. It was nasty. I mean, honestly, I can mm-hmm. see how you would score it for Tanner. Absolutely. I, I really could. If you look at damage taken. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Robocop had a second forehead. Yeah. Dude, that cut was so bad. It was nasty. That was nowhere near as bad as Yatalong's, but. Well, I guess. Yeah, they were both. They were both really fucking bad. Really bad. Really bad. Uh, Nascimento ended up with the... Split decision win. Yeah, split decision. Made it through. And in all fairness, I mean, because there was... When when the cut first started, you know, at the end of the round, I'm like, well, you know, normally I'm on the The side of... If the doctor stops it. No, normally I'm on the side of stop this fight. Yeah. But... The dude made it. And he Fucking wasn't struggling. No. He wasn't having problems. No. He was still defending well. Because that fucking cut came from the first hit. It was close, Or yeah. damn near the first hit. So he went four minutes, four and a half, with that cut. I mean, I was pissed off the cut corner didn't pack it down with a fucking shit ton of ass. There wasn't a whole lot they could do with no. it. No. It, it was really pretty bad. But he went another fucking two rounds. Yeah. And each round, I'm like, well... He's still defending. He's not taking a lot of damage. It's a close fight, but he's not getting smoke showed. I so mean, if, so if, he's, if he's if he says that he can go in his corner, is okay with it. Uh huh. Let him go. And we talked about this at work on Monday. I was like, you know, whenever we're going through shit like this, when the doctor gets called into the corner, mm-hmm. those microphones need to go bye bye. Yes. They need some privacy. That way, there's not a camera there and a microphone there. Yeah, I really want to go, but I don't think I can. Because the second a fighter says that, the backlash they're going to get Absolutely. is going to be unbearable. It's ridiculous. And you know the corner's not going to stop it. No, because we don't have decent corner. Well, mm, it's a caveat. Yeah. Because we've seen plenty of fucking fighters that Where the corner have. wanted to, but the corner knew, hey, I'm not getting paid and I'm getting fired if I stop this fight. Yep. Which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Because the corner... The corner is... When it comes to fighting, the corner is your fucking brain. They are. You are the body. You are the tool. They are your brain. 
And so that's where the corner should actually kind of step up and be the leader. Yeah. No, I don't care what you do. If, if you're not going to trust my judgment. Then fire me. Whatever. Then, yeah. But I'm you not going to let you die. You don't even fire me. I'll kick your ass out of my gym. Yeah. But I'm not going to let you die on me. Yeah. Fuck out of here. And so the corners do need to step up and do better. But I also want those cameras and microphones removed. Yeah. The, the fucking that way the fighter actually has some privacy. It's not going to get torn to shreds for saying, hey, this is actually really fucked up on me. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because any and see that's the thing that always fucking kills me. Whether whether a fighter wins or loses, if an injury of any sort that has yeah, been can't talk about that. Be, because if if you lose and you tell them, well, I've been it's fighting the torn pack for the last two fucking weeks. Or Connor and Poirier. Yeah. Well, he is already having ankle pro- problems going in that week. Mm-hmm. Fucking make sure they mark it as Dr. Stoppage. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Connor. Come on. Man. He didn't tap. He didn't quit on that one. <laughs> I mean, but so, yeah. so for, especially for cuts and shit like that, mm-hmm. those, those camera microphones need pulled away to give these fighters a little privacy. Oh, absolutely. No, because any, well, and the fucked up thing is like any form of backlash is, would be asinine to begin with. Because, I mean, look at Macy. Macy. Well, you say that, but you know during the fight there's nothing but fucking backlash go- happening oh, on yeah. social media. Yeah. Regardless. Fucking... But that affects everything. Everything. It does. Mm. It's a big deal. And so those need to remove, give them some privacy so that they can actually make an informed medical decision. Yeah. Without the whole world watching over their shoulder. Yeah. Because that's an important decision. Split. A little bit. An important split decision. Because you got 30 seconds to talk it over with your corner. And maybe another 30 seconds to talk it over with the doctor yep. after that. Fucking 30 seconds. 30 seconds to a minute changes everything. Especially in fighting. Okay. Let's move on. Joe Pfeiffer. Um, let's go back to week two of the Contender Series this year. Yeah. We're... Lorenzo came out, sat with Dana, watched the fights, some good Tuesday fights, and they all blew, except for Joe Piper. And at the end of it, Dana said, fuck everybody, uh, be Joe Piper. And it started trending, be Joe, hashtag be Joe Piper, and dude, there was no signs of that slowing down. No. I don't know how Amandowski lasted three minutes and 55 seconds of round one. He did? He did. I don't. I don't recall it lasting that long. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't seem, seem like, like it, it was, took that long. No. Joe just beat the shit out of him. Fucking wow! And dude, anybody out there, uh, casual or not, you should check out Joe Pfeiffer's Pfeiffer's fucking story. So, I hey, mean, that minus four fifty favorite. It was a bunch of bullshit. It yeah, been it looked like it should have been way over a thousand. It looked mm-hmm. like it should have been Amanda Nunes line. Dude. Yeah. It was a good fight. Good scrap. Guys I mean, it really was. Good. A, I mean, it was a good fight for Joe. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Didn't oh, seem man. like a fair fight at all. Which is uh, really weird. Yeah. Next fight. Featherweight. Because I took Amadoski. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you yeah, did. That was a and bad you saw pick. Joe on the contender yeah. series. I did not. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but it's a different animal. And nope. No, it's not. No, it was not. No, it's fucking not. (laughs) 
Next fight at Featherweight, we had Andre Feely. Andre Feely? Feely. Feely. Jesus. Yeah. And Algio. Bill Algio. What did I keep calling him last week? Algo. Who knows? Uh, you Alego. Alego. You, uh, you, That's you what it was. Yeah. Feely looked fucking dominant. Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand the split decision at all. I mean, Billy kept fighting because Billy fights, but I thought Andre kind of just won the fight. Yeah. No, I mean. And I picked Billy. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it, when when it comes to football and we make these picks, it there's a lot more certainty in these fucking picks. And now I'm not saying that happens all the time when it comes to the fights. I'm pretty certain about my fight picks, dude. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. down 11 points. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking pay per view. Screw up everything. <laughs> I'd only be down seven. I mean, it was a it was a close fight. I get that, but I I still thought Andre just clearly did enough to win the fight. Oh, absolutely. Because I don't pick against Andre very often, no. and it was a close line. And Billy's. Because Billy could have easily been finished in round one. Mm -hmm. But he's a tough little shit, and he made it the whole damn fight. But I thought Andre was just a step ahead of him. Every time. Every step. Middleweight. This fucking thing. Fucking Chitty. Chitty Bang Bang. Fight of the night, actually. Really? Yeah. No shit. And it, it ended with 127 of round two. Yeah. How the fuck Rodriguez was still standing after round one is mind-boggling. After that fucking knee in the first the first throw. It was, that was a brutal round one. But JD was gone. Yeah, it was. And Rodriguez just withstood it and boom, got the finish. Yep. Quick in round two. <laughs> but while it lasted, that was a hell of a fight. Fuck yeah, it was. Chitty did what Chitty does until he didn't. <laughs> Pretty much. That's usually how these fights roll out. Doing yeah. good. I mean, he was he wasn't. really, really good. Until he wasn't. Yeah. No, I was fucking full-heartedly confident in my damn pick. Until. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh. weight fight. Main event. Main event, baby. Corey Sanhagen. Song uh, Yadong. Song hung y- Song hung tough. But I thought Corey was kind of just a step ahead of him the whole whole damn way again. Yep. I had Corey winning the fight, regardless of the cut. Well, and that was the thing and now too. Another nasty cut. We had two nasty cuts. Yeah, round three, fucking nasty cut. And then or going into round three, because it was at the end of round yeah. two. And then in round three, Corey kept targeting it. And you could see it starting to affect Song more. I mean, and see, the thing is, too, little motherfuckerish to target it, but in all honesty, it's Be not. Be stupid not to. Yeah. Your goal I mean, is to all. win the fight. Your the goal thing, is to stop the fight. Oh, yeah. And the thing that kills me is, like, these guys that go in with fucking knee raises and shit, or knee wraps, that's a fucking target. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of target. here. And so, if I had ever fight, I'd have to wear both knee wraps. Just be like, yeah, I know one of them's fucked and, up. But, well, that's what Francis did versus Cyril. Yeah. He had never wore knee braces before, knee wraps. Yep. So instead of wearing one, he wore two. 
can't give him every advantage. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty. And it worked. But the, regardless. Corey kind of pieced him up, was a step ahead. Oh, yeah. And Corey had clearly done enough to win the fight, but the cut was nasty. And then it was clearly affecting him. Oh, yeah. And so the and doctor so, was absolutely right to stop that fight. At, at the end of round four, when the doctor stopped it, yeah. No, it was yeah. he was right. But the thing that killed me was, so when Corey did the post-fight the post fight, uh, talk show. Yeah. And he was saying that, because, you know, it's always a pain in the ass to try to find the scorecards that, that second. Yeah. And when Corey went off and he said that, yeah, it was two and two. Yeah, I didn't have. I, had I a, didn't have that two and two. I had a four to zip. Yeah. I did. I, I mean, especially after, you know, Laura had been like, well, you know, one of the key things is, is damage. If yeah. they're wearing damage. And it's like, well, nothing screams damage more like your more eyebrow. More than that. You being able to see your eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> straight on. <laughs> I mean, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I, that was pretty much a no-brainer. Yeah. So we're taking a week off for fights. Yep. This weekend, our la- well, we'll have our last Tuesday contender series. Mm. Bo Nichols coming back, gonna headline this one. He's gonna win in about a minute and get a contract, which he should. Yeah, I think I think Nichols should have a contract. And so that that is what it is. Take a week off, then we'll come back. A uh, good fight night the following week. Uh, Mackenzie Dern. Uh-huh. G- headlining. Main eventing versus Yan Jaonan. Banger fight. Good fight. Fuck yeah. Love it. And the card is full now. But ESPN, last time I looked, still didn't have everything updated. But it is a full card now. Yeah, they still don't. Go oh, on the Espen app? Yeah. Go figure. But... Good card. It's gonna be a solid card. A lot of, a lot of good fights on. And of course, it's gonna get shit trolled all over Twitter. Oh, oh this card every, sucks. Why see, the hell is McK- uh, Mackenzie Dern and Yan Xiaonan headlining this card? Uh, cause one, it's Mackenzie. They're Dern. good. Shut up. Yeah. Quit. Get the fuck out of here. There's some asinine. Just any any time. So. And this is what pisses me off. Twitter, MMA Twitter is so fucking fickle. It's a, so fucking fickle. It's and more, it's more, way more fickle than polit- politics. Very, it's ridiculous. And what, what kills me the most about it is, is because it's like MMA Twitter has hardcore casuals. You, you know what I mean? Like these they are do. like for the hardcore fans, the motherfuckers and that like have mo- sat down. Like for most of the de- people I follow on MMA Twitter mm-hmm. are, are the females. Uh huh. And then I've got my few dudes yeah. like Marcel, Mac. Yeah. Few dudes. Yeah. Because the rest of it, it's all bullshit. And and it, and it fucking blows me away because it's like this, the amount we honestly this year we've probably had two bad cards. No, we've had one. Just just one. Just a tape fight. Yeah, just one. And it was a tape fight. That's that's the fucked up part about that. But the card was bad. Yeah. The card the card did not perform. No. That's the only card. And and, and that's what I'm saying is like you have all these hardcore casuals and and I have to cuz they know what label they know it as what, that. Yeah. They know what they're looking at. Yeah. But the thing is, is that they but still not hold a name it to, there, so they shit out all they over the They still card. hold it to surface value instead yeah. of what it actually is. 
And or if you watch it, you dumbass. Right? It's disgusting. They're like good cards. It's disgusting because half the time, the the ignorant is always the loudest. Every time. Always the loudest. And and that's where it resembles politics because, well, mm-hmm. that's what's always the loudest voice heard. Yeah. And so everybody takes that as the mainstream of what everybody thinks, and it's just not true. It's not true. It's only 10%. Yeah. It's only 10%. Get the fuck it's out of here. everybody else has better shit to do with their damn time. Right. Instead of sit there and bitch on Twitter about it. Yeah. Or fucking Instagram or Instead Facebook of bitching on Twitter about it, I'm just going to watch it. Right? Idiot. Actually enjoy it, too. Yeah. That's the thing that you, pisses me you, off. Like. I can be miserable on my own. I don't need your fucking help. <laughs> Definitely not on Twitter about what I already know is going to be a damn good card. Right? Yeah. He's always fucking ridiculous. So what do you do? We create content out of it. That's what we do. There you go. <laughs> I don't know how great the content is, but... It's fabulous. Yeah. $28 value. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm, I'm spent. What you got? All right. I think that's about it, man. All right, man. So, for those of you who are listening, here comes a sound of those for you who are maybe watching, because I'm still... Bonfire.com. <clears throat> Yeah, bonfire.com. I'm still like three fucking weeks out on getting the video. That a boy. On fire. At least the audio goes up as soon as we're done recording. That's true. The audio is still consistently day of. Yeah. I don't know why there's problems getting caught on on YouTube. What do I know? Fucking YouTube, man. Just... It's cool. Don't, Fuck, don't sweat it. I need a better computer. We need, we need more people to listen and subscribe to YouTube so we can get content out quicker. That way... I mean, I, it wouldn't hurt. I, I mean, it wouldn't hurt because at, at that point in time, I would be able to afford... <laughs> a, 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 I'm a done better. even talking to you tonight. <laughs> out of here. I'm out of here. I make more than him. That's why he's mad. <laughs> Not so much a notice. <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of... Douche. Wow. Uh, bonfire.com. Bonfire.com. Buy our shit. <laughs> Everybody, catch you next week. I love you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the sound, the saying that this is everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the wrap-up segment. So we're going to go ahead and let you know where to find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up. Give us a like, give us a share, give us a follow. Go ahead and invite all your friends and family to the pages. Let them know where we're at. And if you could do us a huge solid wherever you find the podcast, be it Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you hear us and we invade you in your ear holes, could you please leave us a rating and a review? It helps new people find the show. And and last thing, last but not least, if you could, we would love to hear from every single one of you guys. If you could, please leave us a message anywhere, somewhere, be it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I've been preaching for a while now. If you get us on the Anchor app, you can go ahead and leave us a voice message. You could find yourself on the show asking us a question or calling us a bunch of idiots or personally just me calling me an idiot because, you know, I don't know anything about this game or this show or however, whatever we cover. If you guys could, we would love to hear from you. And if if those are too much of a hassle for you to get a hold of us on, go ahead and just send us an old-fashioned email over at Mike and Josh Sasquatch at gmail.com. 
We'd love to hear from everybody, and we really wish somebody would get a hold of us one way, one form, or another. We just want to talk about you guys because you know us. We love to talk, and we want to bring you guys involved into this. So, that all being said, we all love you. We appreciate you guys listening to us, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>